0: Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I'm so excited to have on just a 22-year-old from Lafayette, Louisiana, USA. His hockey journey has taken him to the USA, Canada, and England. A staple with the Nottingham Panthers as a kid, probably ran muck of the locker room, and then spread his own hockey wings to play three years of under-18s for the Ontario Hockey Academy. His first year of junior, he won her all with Yarmouth Mariners. He then became, for the next three years, a legend with the Aberdeen wings of the North American Hockey League, becoming their franchise's all-time leading scorer and holds the points, most points in a season with 75. That is called running amuck, folks. He is now mucking it up with the University of Alaska Fairbanks, but he is probably best known as the new up-and-coming star with my favorite team of shed guys, Team Great Britain. His part of the Disney movie started back in 2018 when he won gold with the under-18 squad, then a bronze and silver in the under-20s, and was named top player on the squad, and most recently named the top player on the men's squad, and added his name to the history books, scoring the gold medal sealer vaulting team great britain back to pool a and did so in pretty well his hometown welcome to the shed kate nielsen
1: that was awesome thank you
0: hey thanks for finally coming on we uh, you know what i bet you it was a year ago your your phone number got into my phone and i you know i've been busy and i you know i've wanted you on for a year and we're finally doing it about time it is about time You'd be a busy boy, hey, eh? you're at university. that's busy
1: with school and hockey. yeah not exactly the best school guy either, so I'm trying to get them together <laughs> is something else. Hey, by the way,
0: we're I, we didn't want to be too matchy matchy today, but um <clears throat> I got a team Great Britain shirt uh, when I went over for uh Batchy's testimonial. I'm pretty much on the team now, um, and I'm wearing support in the squad, you know I'm pretty much yep. on the squad now. <laughs> that's my
1: golfing shirt
0: yeah well and i got a white one and a red one and i've been wearing them to work rudded a muck with team great britain ice hockey on.
1: i bet i bet the people love it too
0: they do yeah actually i just crushed my uh department's audit just ripped home for lunch to chat with you and uh was wearing my team great britain shirt you know good stuff got awesome. it got to <laughs> gotta wave the flag wherever you are even though i'm not british right <laughs> Part British, you are now with your shirt sure. right and there's chocolate thrown on the ice in the UK. So pretty much in am British now. Uh, but that team, I've talked about it many times on here. You, you, that's your second year being a part of the Ben squad. Like what a culture they have on that squad,
1: eh? Oh, yeah, it's insane. I remember like going my first year, like a little bit nervous and everything. And just you're welcomed right away. It was insane. I've never seen a culture. break someone in like so comfortably and be so easy with a group of guys.
0: Well, uh, I, that's when I took a shine to them was back when I was like pretty near out of the game and I was watching them play and it was cool. Cause I knew all the guys from playing in Cardiff and, um, they're just watching them on TV and then they'd show scenes in the locker room and I'm like, well, that's a squad. Like those guys love each other, you know?
1: Yeah. Just a group of best friends.
0: And that's what teams win. And you guys did her again. Eh?
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: Uh, I say it all the time. The closest teams win the most. And uh, you guys are a Disney movie. Like you're jumping in at the end, but like them winning back-to-back golds, getting the top group with like my crew of guys, Richie, Bouncy, Mizey. And now they got up-and-comers like you. And now now we're like a real threat, aren't we?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're still the real boys though, aren't they? You just look out to all those guys and see what they did was pretty special. It's just cool to see, be a part of, a little part of it.
0: And I guess they're going to need a new captain now that John is done, if he can stay in retirement when he realizes how much the real world isn't as fun. But uh, can we talk about what I've heard about that gold medal game? I heard this is hearsay in the shed, but I knew about him playing with a broken sternum for six weeks the year or year, the year before he played for six weeks with a broken sternum. (laughs) So the guy's an animal. Um, oh rumor has it he broke his wrist at the end of the semifinals and refused to get an x-rayed and then played the finals with a broken wrist
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was I, it was either his wrist or his hand or something like that i just remember looking at that dinner after that semifinal game like, that check. Like, no, i'm not doing that i was like you are a mutant and it is yeah. like that's that's the British culture though, right? Like that's why it's been the captain for so many years. Cause he would not let anything stop him from playing that last game.
0: I, It's just yeah. the guy's such a legend. <laughs> like He comes yeah. to the shed and tells me he plays with a broken sternum for six or seven weeks and everybody's joking about, it, but he literally had a lump sticking out of his chest, like four inches when I saw months later at uh, Matthew Myers testimonial, where I saw it met you. But like he had a big lump stick yeah. out of his chest, and then I couldn't believe hearing that. And then a year later, he wins gold as, in his final hockey game as the captain of Great Britain with a broken fucking wrist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. You just can't write that. Like
0: no, you <laughs> can't. It's a goddamn Disney movie, folks.
1: Ninety <laughs> percent <laughs> of the people would never play that game, and he absolutely played. And ma- the best part about it is he made like know plays yeah like he just he didn't even talk about it either like a lot of guys would, yeah I would if I was gonna play I'd be t- telling me like oh I and he didn't even didn't even mention it once just went by his business it was, just at him. I saw a
0: picture of him like looking up at the clock at the end of the game. And you could just see, like, he looked teary eyed. Cause I don't know if it's cause you guys won or because he's in so much pain, but you could just see how much passion and how much he cared. And then when you see your, your team, the team GB that I'm a super fan of do what you guys have done the last few years, it takes a guy like that to lead the boys. And were you on the team when he gave that legendary speech where we called the other team the C-word?
1: Oh, yeah, that was our last game against Austria last year, I think. It was, I just remember looking at Twitter after the game like, oh my gosh, that just went viral. Yeah, it no. sure did. You know that that word's used a lot.
0: Well, you would know. That word's used a lot more in Britain than it is over here. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's exactly. more frowned
0: upon over here, eh? The, even, like, people take that
1: <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, even when he <laughs> did it, like, during the team talk, no one thought anything of it. It was just like, oh, all right. Let's, let's just the normal pre-game speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what's funny is yeah. when I went over for the testimonial, I got my new uh swag from Team GB. Um, He also gave me a shirt. It's from Crosscheck Clothing, who's been a Shed sponsor before. And it has the saying of that speech on it. And I now have that speech on a shirt in here, in here in Concord, Ontario,
1: you know, that's incredible. The legendary
0: speech, legendary guy. eh? That walking legend for sure. Yeah. Wild stuff. Okay. So that goal, I saw you score where like that sealed her, that a, eh? an empty netter, biggest yeah. empty net goal you've ever scored.
1: eh? Yeah. I'd never I got the ice and just started skating as fast as i can which i skate like a frog just slow as can be so i was just hustling as fast as i can and i saw i thought kirk he was sealing it and you somehow made that pass i was like you just know when there's so much at stake like grabbing the stick as hard as you could yeah well, and I remember those
0: guys like in pro college, there's guys when the other team pulls their net or goalie, they literally can't make plays like that. They can't make the right play. They can't find the open guy. They literally, they freak out, you know, and I guess it goes to show that that guy's a player too. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kirk, he's pretty special. And uh, you won top player on the squad, eh? And you're only 22 years old and you're, you're top player on a gold medal team in the world championships, eh?
1: Yeah, with uh, Bouncy and Halpert. So was, that was pretty cool. That was I Isn't was, that like, cool? Yeah. It wasn't, isn't your old man one of the coaches? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's kind of neat cool. to win a gold medal with your old man, eh? Yeah,
1: it's pretty cool. It's kind of weird when we like at GB, we just, try to talk to each other the least amount so like i'll talk to them less at gb than i do all year just so it's we have a not real- not yeah. weird yeah so it's just a cold player relationship and i think it kind of improved this year because the first year was legit silence and <laughs> after we're like i think that was i think we made it more weird not talking at right. all right <laughs> You just walk into a room and You just, like, make eye contact. The other – just go to the other side or just leave for So uh, think- That's funny.
0: Um, well, it's yeah. like uh, I'm going to be coaching my son next year at under 13, and, like, realistically, I'm probably harder on him than the other kids because, <laughs> you know, you can't be easier on your kid. You don't want to make it easy for your kid, and you want them to earn it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I guess the head coach then is – Pete Russell. Um, first time I met him was also at Matthew Myers testimonial and I just saw him again at Batchy. So he's going to be coaching Cardiff. You must have a good relationship with him. eh? Yeah.
1: yeah I've known Pete since I can remember. He coached me at a lot of the hockey camps in summers. And then I went to the Okanagan that was in England for a year and he was there. So I've known him forever too. And it was, it was cool to actually play for him. So, is that your first time? Playing for Pete? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because at Okanagan, he was with the older age group. Oh, okay. So, like, he was around, and he would maybe jump on a couple practices with the under-16s, but that was my first time actually playing for him. I ran
0: a muck with him at Chippy Lake the other week there at at Batchy's Testimonial. Yeah, we we hit her hard, if you know what that is. That's the late-night eating street in Cardiff.
1: I don't remember.
0: <laughs> so you went remember. to Matthew Myers testimony. We met there. And you know, the part I remember of us meeting, I don't know if you'd remember this. I got a weird brain, but um, there was like Chuck a puck or something. And a kid came out and grabbed like one of the foam pucks and started doing the Zorro. He was like one of the match night mascots. And me and you <laughs> were standing beside each other. And you were like, well, look at this fucking kid. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Do you remember that?
1: it was insane like i can't do that i was like i I could not
0: believe it the kid was like 11 i was like what kind of sorcery is this shit (laughs) it
1: it was insane we're like we both started trying to do it and we're like how do you do this he had to try to teach us It was like
0: (laughs) yeah that was funny that kid was teaching us things about being new school you know what what i like about you is you're you seem like an old school young guy which there ain't many of you guys around
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, the old man's pretty old school, so sure is. <laughs> yeah, he kept him that way.
0: <laughs> That's another thing I remember that testimonial match because you know people say it was all for fun and games, but like we had four teams playing a tournament for a trophy that I built with Matthew the night before, and oh, um, when that. we played Nottingham, like I took your old man's puck and he didn't like it, like. No. I took the puck and started, you know, just wheeling up the ice, and he turned around and gave me a good one.
1: I I bet he's competitive.
0: Strong slash on that guy. Like, he's strong, eh? He gave you a slash? Well, he he was upset I took his puck, I think. Like, he he kept it to the legs and the shin pad area. It wasn't that bad.
1: (laughs) He just had to let you know he was there.
0: Yeah. Don't take his puck. I got it.
1: That he's a funny episode. dude
0: though man so i met him in the bar after i've talked but i went up and i was like so ever gonna come to the shed and he's like nope never
1: <laughs> no, he doesn't he doesn't do podcasts or anything he's no. but that. just
0: our conversation was just so funny that he is a shed guy he knows yeah. he's a shed guy he just
1: won't come <laughs> yeah i remember that test it was my first testimonial and from what i heard there usually got like five names. around but especially that last game i think was the the gb team against the the new cardiff team and like both both teams were actually going for it yeah not hitting anything we were playing to win
0: and you know what i never thought i was gonna be a champion again in hockey and guess what i was (laughs) that's that's team gb's last loss folks to this fat guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) i remember all of us in the room after we're all like Happy because it was Matthew's night and it went really well, but we're all kind of pissed because we will But
0: you're win. all kind of pissed because he had to switch jerseys on to RT when he realized yeah. he was gonna lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're like, ah, oh, we wish we <laughs> wanted to win that.
0: <laughs> oh, that was fun though. Really oh, fun yeah. getting to know a bunch of shed guys. And I always say, shed guys know shed guys. When you're getting invited to testimonials, it's usually the similar type fellows that are there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. Guys there that was fun um so just food for thought i don't know if you'll ever end up in the uk play it but for all these fellas planning testimonials i've seen guys do them in the middle of the season they don't seem nearly as fun as what we just did in the off season if anybody ever has a testimonial plan it for the off season and let's run a muck you know yeah
1: make it nice weather Yeah, it's
0: I, it's and like the sun was shining on Josh Batch's testimonial. It was sunny all weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that the uh testimonial should be in the summer for sure.
0: But I was thinking about like your squad there with Team GB, like Batchy's made her before, and then you got Mizey and all those legends that have been on the team forever. You start getting new young punks coming up, like you got to take a guy's job, basically. eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. So that's I guess that's the hard thing about it is can't really of think same- of it that way though, can you? Yeah, you just everybody goes there every year trying to make the team. Mm-hmm. So it's just whoever whoever makes it makes it, but there's no animosity towards anyone. Like you're always happy for your your peers. You're you want yeah. everyone to do well, and there's always gonna be a couple cuts every year, which is upsetting, and you just don't want to be a part of it because GB it's the best time of the year. So everybody really wants to make that team. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: it's like Batu said, it's a strange feeling where it's like you love watching the fellas win, but you sure wish you were there with them. <laughs> and then uh, it's like that Critchlow, He just resigned with the chocolatey Manchester storm. So I don't know if you'd know this, but they throw chocolate on the ice in Manchester after wins now because of chat in the shed. And he was I the didn't... one that started it with me and now he just resigned. So I've already spoke with Finner and Ginner that I want to sponsor his jersey next year. And I want him wheeling around with the two ales and hockey tails logo on his jersey. And then I want it to rain chocolate after wins, you know, but he just played on team GB for the first time. eh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Him and I were pretty close. I'd say he was, he was, from a uh, same areas where my dad is from New Brunswick area or Mato Fredericton. So he was a really good guy. Shed guys come from the same type areas, folks. (laughs) It's weird. There's pockets of them all over the world.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I saw he scored his first goal and was mucked it up. So that's cool. And he started a chocolate craze. But um, here's a question, because I got how we know each other. (laughs) You're like the first. I don't know. You're not. But I know you were in the locker room as a young buck ripping around, probably dishing out beers to some players. My son did the same thing in Cardiff and I, like, did you grow up in the locker room? Like, my son did it till about three and a half years old. He'd go on the ice after games. He'd be dishing out the beers to the boys after wins. Uh, did you do shit
1: like that? Oh my gosh, all the time. Like, that's, that's, that's all like 11, I can remember. Right? So, yeah, just a rink rat. It was awesome. Like, going to practice all the time. If it's a free skate, I was allowed to hop on the ice. Just hanging out with all the guys. Yeah or I like, gave me a little stick boy job. So I'd go on the road with the, with the Panthers and be at all the home games, just wiping visors, <laughs> bringing the pizzas in after the game, handing out the tears, like going around the room in between periods, giving out gel packs. Like That's was, pretty uh, cool,
0: isn't it? Like I So that's what's cool about the shed is there's so many pictures I never had when I was retired for five years and like was just depressed and out of it is – Someone, since I started this, sent me like the pictures of my son as like a two-year-old grabbing the beers out of the bucket of ice in the middle of the locker room in the big blue tent and passing them out to all the boys. And you're like, geez, all these memories. Thank goodness people were taking photos, (laughs) you
1: know? So cool growing up. Like I remember Matthew one game, like he probably cares the least about taping a stick out of anyone I've ever seen. There's really no reason for it. He just mucks it up in front of that. awesome and he's just like hey cage do you want to do you want to tape my stick for me i'm like yeah so i'm like what 10 years old making sure every crack is perfect on his stick is this for a game yeah for a warm-up like yeah you probably he probably redid it after warm-up but i like to think that he just played with it but i remember like just taping his stick i must have retried it like five different times just trying to make it perfect
0: Oh, that's where where my kids at right now So he's taping the sticks all the time, trying to perfect the art. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then you end up growing up and playing with Matthew and winning a gold medal. Eh, isn't that something?
1: Yeah, it was, it was surreal. A bunch of the nodding guys, like Lakowitz and yep. you know right on the blank right now. But there was a lot of guys I watched and was in the room with. So
0: that's, that's really pretty funny. cool. Uh, like, really cool. um, so that's parts how we know each other. The only other thing is you played at the University of Fairbanks this year, and I used to muck it up against them when I was with Western Michigan University. Do you guys still play the Broncos? We had last year,
1: but I, we're independent now. We're not in a conference, so we just kind of play a bunch of different. You just do whatever teams you want. Like,
0: You're not even in a league
1: we're no, we're not in a conference. like we're still in the league. It's just. We just play everyone basically a bunch of different teams. Whatever so.
0: suckers will come all the way up to Alaska. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wherever we get to go. I think we play a couple more games on the road than at home. So yeah, a, a,
0: <laughs> going to Alaska, man, from western Michigan. I remember thinking, I'm like, we're doing all this just to play hockey. <laughs> yeah. But I guess then you end up traveling all over the world, right? So I guess Alaska wasn't that far.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got we got to go to some pretty cool places like. Penn State, Notre Dame, and Denver, ASU was fun. ASU <laughs> so,
0: would be fun. That yeah, yeah. weird place- when places like that start having NCAA teams. eh? that makes you <laughs> curious what it's like. <laughs>
1: yeah, probably gonna be more of those
0: Well, then I gotta ask this now: How you end up? Because the year before you were, uh you broke the scoring record for your squad. You had seventy five points. Why Fairbanks?
1: Uh, they, they were the first team to really talk to me when I was 18. Right. And I was- you always remember the first day, like when they, a
0: lot of guys go with the first team that really reaches out. And then it always is important to you. The first
1: college team that talks to you. Right. Yeah. And I think it was like, once they talked to me, a couple other teams did the most persistent but so they what- wanted me the most. So I just want to go somewhere. Is it wanted. still
0: the same barn I would have played in? Like way too big of ice, Olympic ice.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Eepers. I don't even remember the name of the rink right now. The Carlson, maybe.
0: You should know the name of your rink, probably. <laughs> <It's> really. <good>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah,
0: it's weird, man. There's some memories that flood back. Like I, we went to Fairbanks, God, to be almost every year, and I, I don't remember much. I do remember the hotel we'd stay in was like this, like old log hotel with like a saloon on the main floor right there'd be some people getting totaled in there at night
1: yeah, it's a pretty,
0: yeah it's a pretty old town yeah so what's it like living in alaska you see anything
1: cool like anything neat uh, it's dark and cold and uh <laughs> and you play hockey and go to school uh, see a couple saw the northern lights a couple times so that was pretty cool saw i remember walking out of my dorm room one day and there's just a moose munching on some tree, like the leaves on a tree, with a little baby moose. And we, <laughs> really? yeah, I just remember like, oh, like I gotta get close and video this. And it was pitch black, right? So I'm, I make sure to go under the stairs, so I'm like looking up at the railing, so there's a railing protecting me. And I'm just filming this moose, like flashlight in this baby moose eyes, just like, oh, this is so cool. Like now I see the mama moose start walking over and get pretty scared so I dashed yeah and then apparently my two buddies came down five minutes later and there's this big hill that we have to go down to go to the rink so it's pretty funny going down to the winter you fall like multiple times <laughs> and you start sprinting down because these two moose are at the top of the hill so that, and mama that was-
0: moose wouldn't have been too happy
1: <laughs> no no looking back on it I probably wasn't smart on my behalf but I just wanted to get a cool picture
0: you know. <laughs> that would be a cool one
1: so is yeah, it a cool video a... it was uh, the moose so that i just like yeah i should probably leave now and kind of like, got scared and started running <laughs> <laughs> so what what are you taking at school there sports recreational business management i think is the you're the trying form. to stay in the business it sounds like
0: you're a hockey guy you've been a hockey guy your whole life
1: eh? (laughs) yeah i don't know anything else so i understand i'm saying sports as much as i can yeah
0: makes sense um so i i mean i'm curious as a research my research team is curious um what kind of opportunity you got this year i know like I don't know what it was like there, but when you just one top player on the squad and won a gold medal and we're playing with a bunch of legit pros and, um, did you get hurt this year? Did like, cause I know in NCAA, they like to put the rookies through the paces before giving them some time. Um, is it some, I don't know what it's like there. Like some schools give freshies chances. Some don't, I don't know if you were injured this
1: year. You, I, I don't know. You know, it wasn't, wasn't it. It was just one of those. It was my first year of real. It was a real challenge just to get in the lineup. I've usually been really fortunate where coaches have always given me a chance to play. And I played the first first couple of games did pretty well. But I guess after a while, I wasn't performing the way they wanted me to and didn't really play much the rest of the year. So hopefully it's a little bit different this year.
0: Yeah. It's uh, frustrating. I've been through it. And uh, yeah. So like, is it a, like, I, did you play center then for team GB? I've only seen you play in the testimonial and then some highlights, like you play center. Yeah. Yeah. Center. And you were center, center in Alaska too. Yeah. I got thrown on the wing a couple games, but
1: by my main position center. So,
0: okay. Um. Yeah. Like for me, I don't know It it's different in NCAA now, right? Cause I know guys that got in situations where whatever was going on, but like now I hear you can transfer, right? Can you guys
1: transfer whatever, do yeah, whatever? Yeah. I think you get one transfer. You're allowed one just, and if you're a senior, you're allowed an extra one. I guess weird to transfer. I don't. Yeah. There'd
0: be guys that wouldn't transfer, and like I, I knew some of my buddies that like had bad relationships with their coach, and like. They wouldn't try. I don't know. It was like you had to sit out an entire freaking year. Like, why would you leave if you gotta sit out a whole year of hockey when you're like it's the time you gotta be playing? So weird yeah, exactly. rules, but anyhow. Yeah. Well, so you're going back. So when do you have to head back there?
1: Uh late August. I think we have to report August 22nd. Okay.
0: One
1: of those early 20s, August. Because I think the college starts a little bit earlier i think or later mm. i can't remember yeah. last so
0: so here's now. the question where and what are you
1: doing now i'm in england at home i've been working around the house today just finishing is this nottingham that nottingham so this is where i stay for the summers and just we got a pretty good group that skates got a bunch of the panther guys and guys that are close so we skate once or twice a week and i think that starts next week that's pretty early to be skating in my world
0: but yeah i guess it's not that (laughs) i don't know i can't really remember because i'd go to germany and you'd show up six weeks before you played a real game so you wouldn't skate but then the like the british league and then yeah college you got to show up kind of ready oh yeah i gotta be gotta be really ready if i want to yeah good year year, i gotta gotta start her Oh yeah, and I don't know what college workouts are like now. The games probably changed that way because when we were there, she was heavy, heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, like this is heavy.
1: Next uh, of that, it's still pretty heavy. But then a couple mobility days.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, man, workouts in college are wild. There's, they can put you through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Another guy, not to skip past this again, but I got written down about Team GB, what I was going to ask about. I've asked about a bit, but you know Mosey, too, then, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Mosey. He played Panthers for a couple of years. He's here this summer, too, right? So we've been uh been playing paddle ball a little bit. Have you seen that game? I ball? just
0: saw a little bit of it. Like, I'm a pickleball guy, right? I've been running amok in the neighborhood around here.
1: <laughs> a lot of pickleball, too. But yeah. paddle ball. Pretty fun. So we've got a got a group that play paddleball every now and then. That's Need fun. Get...
0: That's being a pro hockey guy when, um, uh, or a hockey guy when in the summer you can get a group of guys together to do that. That's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do that. Need to get on the golf with him though. I heard he's really good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even swung a club yet. Real world gets in the way sometimes, you know. <laughs> um. So what else do I got then? And then Davey Phillips. He's a dandy too, eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is without a doubt the funniest person i've met in my life yeah he's like, wild yeah i
0: like him too <laughs> and it's weird without that testimonial i would have never really had and then talking to them in the shed but like going to those that testimonial i got to know a lot of dudes that were stealers and panthers you know it's weird how yeah. we all get along once you're retired <laughs> yeah
1: once you're not once you're not battling it out every night yeah then you're all the talk. same <laughs> all <just laughs> all of yeah <laughs> What is all over? Okay,
0: hey, here we go. We'll get into your stuff now. You were born in Louisiana. So your old man was playing for Louisiana. What are they like? The ice skaters when you're born?
1: Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I, was, yeah, I don't really remember much of it.
0: How uh, about this? Do you remember when he goes then after a couple of years to the Pensacola ice pilots, because that's yeah. where I had signed when I was heading there when I turned around and went to Germany instead, or else I was going to Pensacola
1: back in the day. It looked like a nice place from the pictures. I remember, yeah, I remember a little bit of it. I guess we were right on the beach. Like we lived right on the beach, so got to play on the beach a lot as a kid, which was pretty fun. But. Right,
0: and probably go in the locker room and stuff. A talkie. Yeah, fun. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So then he even went to the Everblades. I really wish he'd come to the sheds. I could talk to him about his stuff, you know? Yeah, he, there's no chance. See, that guy is... Not, no chance. He did not... He wasn't sugarcoating it. There's zero <laughs> chance he's coming. Don't even ask. <laughs> um, but he's, I did see that he there. is now... So he's had an interesting ride. And I I was putting it together here, looking at comparing stuff. as He basically found a home in Nottingham raised his family up in Nottingham. And uh, now that you guys are kind of grown up and doing your own thing, now he's spreading his coaching wings. And now he's going back to Dresden, eh? Or he's going yeah. to Dresden. He's never been there. That's a sweet town.
1: Yeah, going back to the, the DL too. But That's just, my he, old honey hole, the DL too. <laughs> he's been there in the last couple of years. But he just – he accomplished everything in Nottingham, I think and I think he was just he wanted to go on and learn some new stuff learn different leagues all that kind of thing he's he likes to learn so
0: yeah it's, it's interesting learning
1: the different leagues and they're all different
0: and uh yeah. the dl2's a it's a fun league I I was there six years I loved it fun well, time. yeah yeah Dresden's a wicked city too he's gonna enjoy that
1: place. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine. I think they they should be pretty good this year too. So he's really. Excited. I want to talk. I want to
0: talk to him about that though, because I don't
1: think he picked his team.
0: Just talking out loud. Huh? I don't think he picked the players. Well, I bet you the GM did.
1: Yeah, probably. I don't really know. I've really spoken to him too no, much. No, but it. you
0: wouldn't know. But I just look as a guy that knows the league, and <clears throat> there wasn't a Canadian or American import on that squad, and they're all signed. And they're all, they're not, they're not North Americans. And I don't, I don't think that's who your dad would have
1: picked. (laughs) I I just know he's super excited. Yeah.
0: And he should be. It's a, it's a great, great barn too. Um, Good fans there too. Anyways, let's see here. He was also drafted high. But, anyways, um, after that though, here's my question. So you got, how's Nottingham's minor hockey when you, and you got a brother, eh? Younger brother.
1: Yeah, that Logan, he's he's pretty good too. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the GB program in the next couple of years. That's cool. That'd be cool if you could play with him with team GB. Yeah, that'd be really he's a monster too. Same size as my dad. Really? Yeah, he's a big boy. Super. <laughs> thrilled, so
0: Genes are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Nottingham minor hockey, what was that like? Couldn't have been couldn't have been very good.
1: No Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was, we were We were always one of the powerhouse teams in our league. It was usually between us and, us and Sheffield growing up. And I think as we, got, <laughs> yeah, as we got a little bit older, there was Bradford that were pretty good. But yeah, Nottingham, I loved it. I had a bunch of really good friends that I grew up with playing with and I'm still really close to to this day.
0: I think I got a couple names written down. I don't know if they were from N- Nottingham, but did – the goalie curlin. Do you know him? He won <laughs> under
1: 18 gold oh. with you, right? Yeah, he's he's one of my best friends of all time. The nicest guy in the world. What can could you answer me if he was one of the goalies
0: at Batchy's testimonial? Was he a two-way with Cardiff this year in Bristol? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah he was there. The guy with the beard.
0: So when I saw him goalie, and I was like, Well, who's this guy? I don't know this guy. And someone told me he was the Bristol goalie and he was on a two way. And then I went up and told him he could goalie.
1: <laughs> he can play. Right. Oh, yeah. He's really good. He, he skates with us in the summer whenever he can get down. Cause he lives about an hour and a half away. Okay. Oh, yeah. he's really good. I went to the Ontario hockey academy with him for three years. That's right. So. That
0: the research team saw that too. That's why I knew you were growing up with him. Um, so that's a question. I'll skip the other guys. I think you know because the Ontario Hockey Academy. What is that? Where did you go?
1: That uh, Cornwall, Ontario. It's so like right near Ottawa Montreal area. Was super, Jeff Legui one smart. of
0: your coaches? Yeah, yeah. Shut up. No. Yeah, I'm I putting it me. all together in my shed, folks. Putting it all yeah. together. I had him on, and he told me he was doing that stuff in Cornwall after he retired. And uh, now you're telling me you went to Cornwall too, and he is a beauty.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah, he was awesome. He was my coach my last year, or my last two years, I think. That's a good guy to learn hockey from.
0: Oh he knows gosh. how to
1: hockey. <laughs> was, I remember watching him when he was with Sheffield. But like, said. So, playing for him was pretty cool. I remember we'd just be doing, like, Two on one drills in practice, and you would just jump in every now and then and just score every single time. It was. I played against them uh, college
0: and then uh, pro and then uh, had them to the shed. Now we're buddies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but we competed. Yeah. <laughs> really competed. So um, how did you end up there?
1: Uh, it was just after my year at Okanagan in England. And I think that was kind of my, I always wanted to go to North America. Just to see how it compared to players what over there. What you're doing, yeah. So it was kind of a test run, almost to go to Okanagan and see how I would deal with being away from home, and see if I'd do well in school and everything. And I guess I passed my parents' test, and I think so the, they
0: reached out and I'm pretty happy. Ah, uh, so then it's a academy, a, Ontario Hockey Academy. So you basically go to school and play hockey. Yeah, it
1: was it's just like two floors. It was like a mini motel. And it was, there's two floors. One floor was the girl's floor. One floor was the guy's floor. It was just like a little boarding school where you would. So there were girl them. hockey players there. There's a hockey yeah. academy for girls too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. it was pretty sweet. So everyone there had hockey in common. So there was kind of, yeah, it was a, it was a good school. Everyone was pretty close with each other. Everybody knew everyone. Yeah, and Cornwall is not a
0: big city, right? It's a small town, and yeah, yeah, it's pretty small, pretty old. Yeah, for what I remember. In the back in a couple of years, that's pretty neat. That Laguie was your coach. I tell you, shed guys, no shed guys. Small world in the shed. <laughs> uh, but your brother did not go there. He went to something called the West Coast Renegades. So why didn't he follow your path? Why is he? What's the West Coast Renegades?
1: There in youth well, he went there for one year. Logan went to the Ontario Academy for one year. Oh. I think it was PBE. I was there, I just don't think that was his was his best fit. I think he just wanted to try something new. And the West Coast Renegades was in Utah, which is he was pretty Utah. tough. Yeah. So hmm. yeah.
0: Okay, so how was it leaving home then? I guess like you're living at the school and like how old are you? You left, you literally moved from Nottingham across the world
1: at what age? 16? 14. It was 14. At, and moved to Canada at 14. Wow, that's it was it was So that, that's well, like Milwaukee.
0: my kid's 10. So that's like 4 years from now. I can't imagine like having my kid leave me at 14, that would, that would not be, I wouldn't be happy with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it was, it was tough on the family. I can't thank my mom and dad enough for giving me the opportunity. Cause I know how hard it would have been on them. Yeah. And they, they really put their trust in me and helped me get to where I want to be today. So. Right. I, I,
0: well, and it must be then pretty cool to uh, win a gold
1: medal with the old man. Right. <laughs> right it was sweet I think the best part about the gold medal was like even when my dad was winning all the silverware and nodding and my mom kind of stayed away like she just doesn't really come down to the ice during the celebrations and my mom came down after GB and my brother we got a we got a picture together and it was it was really special just to have the family together on the ice after that
0: well and don't forget that picture for your poster picks, eh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's what we'd go through the poster picks now folks but he still hasn't sent them to me (laughs) but yeah yeah, seriously that put that one on there so you know what's interesting is I just had Bryce Reddick's mom on who grew up in or she's been part of the game since her husband was a pro hockey player winning a Stanley Cup and stuff with the Oilers and then they have their son now that's bouncing all over the world as a hockey player so it must have been tough on your mom letting you go at 14 you know (laughs)
1: Oh yeah. I can't even imagine. I know she, I know it was really hard for her, but yeah. And she she had been living the life with your old man too, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But she can't thank her enough. It was, it was. Well,
0: I think it's great too, that you guys could like have a home in Nottingham because man, there's a lot of hockey coaches that they don't do good enough to stay in the same place with the family. And that your old man pulled her off in Nottingham. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I was really lucky when I went to, I had, five or six British kids my age that I knew pretty well. So we all kind of went together, which probably made it a little bit easier for me. I was I trying to
0: figure out how they found guys and stuff for that. Cause I looked, the research team looked at the roster is pretty international.
1: Yeah. I think with England, a lot of it was to do with the uh, conference. Like, you know, each, like when I was playing, I guess it's not really the same anymore, but there was always a Midlands, Southeast, Southwest, Northern and Scotland conference. So there'd be a OHA scout that would go and just ask a couple of kids that they liked, if they wanted to come to their program. So there's five of us that were really good friends. So we all kind of went together. So I guess since you've left home as
0: a 14 year old, it's only the off seasons you're back. And are you back every off season?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I come back every year just to see my family. I've got everything that up here I got a gym and yeah, I got skates. So no reason for me not to come back. So then you did your three years there.
0: So then how and where is the Yarmouth
1: Mariners? What's that? The Yart- They're in the Maritime League, and that was one of the best years of my life. Like, that was was one of those teams that are just so close. Like, you have lifelong friends from there. Let me but guess you guys uh, won too. <laughs> we did isn't isn't that weird how that works folks (laughs) but uh my coach was my coach at okanagan my first year in england like the first year i left in england so he came to okanagan and coached our u16 team and then i guess he was then he he ended up in yarmouth yeah that's where he's from that's where his family's from oh okay They're one of the top end teams in that league every year. Isn't it uh, weird how
0: there's always a connections where you end up places and yeah. Hockey's the smallest world ever. And so that's a legit junior team. And um, you're breaking into playing with like 20 year olds and the older guys. Right. And then you guys win her all and you had 13 points and 14 playoff games as just a young punk. eh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that year I was, just like every other rookie not playing as much as you'd want to yeah and after I went to Great Britain for my I think it was U18 I went. yeah when you won gold yeah so we went and I remember I got really lucky He's our coach he made a trade for another top end forward so I'm there like oh no like I'm, I'm not going to be playing as much and he made it so we just had a like three super super solid lines with the fourth line was really too it was like a really good opportunity to play and everybody was playing with really good players
0: yeah it uh, who you play with matters
1: right exactly it's, it's, all, it's all that matters that is, it's, it's where
0: they put you in the lineup and the opportunities they give you but like who they put you with
1: means a lot right so i remember that that second half of the year i was playing a lot better well, that's yeah. Well, and then when you
0: like, I think learning how to win as a young guy, um, and you realize the relationships it gives you with people and what it can do, and um, well, you just won gold with Team GB, and then you won it with Yarmouth, right? So then you get it. Yeah, yeah, I just
1: yeah, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you just won again, isn't that weird? Um, okay. Then how do you end up with Aberdeen wings of the North American hockey league? And where is that?
1: South Dakota. Really? South, yeah. So there, how, uh, how did
0: you get from the Maritimes to South Dakota?
1: So the year before the Maritimes, I did a couple like NAHL camps, prospect camp. camps or whatever. So Aberdeen was one of them and I went to their main camp and, I got to like their last cut. They're like, Yeah, you're not ready for this type of hockey. We really like you. We're gonna keep up like keep watching you for next year. Yeah. So I went to Yarmouth. I guess they liked me. They kept yeah. watching. Yeah. Which I was surprised about. I thought at that time it was like, oh, they probably just say this to everybody. Right. But they were they were.
0: So then you went there. So then are you like still in high school at this point? Are you still doing school? Or are you done? I just finished, just finished in Yarmouth. So then you had three years just being a junior hockey player.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my parents made me work every year. So. Ah, that. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> First two years I was working at the rink, just like.
0: Oh, I'm geez. still being a rink rat. Eh? <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like well I'm good around the ring, so I should work there so I was teaching kids how to skate and then I think my last year I worked at the boys and girls club oh yeah it's
0: good to stay busy man like you should at that age and it, it's you need to have money yeah. too, you know, there's a lot of hockey guys that think that they could just hockey. There's a lot more you could do in a day, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. So It's, it's like I could different. get
0: audited this morning and then rip to the shed for lunch and then get back to it in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. So I guess it's that North American hockey league. I've never seen it, but sure seems pretty good. eh? Yeah,
1: it was, it was really good. It was a big jump my first year. Going from the Maritime League to the North. It's just a complete different style of play. Like super physical, super fast. Sorry. I heard the USHL is even more to bite off. I heard that's quite the league. Yeah. I think that's compared to major junior now. I think it's pretty on par. Yeah. And then they still go to college after that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the spot that you want to go to. But I couldn't, yeah. like, I would be the best time, I think best time of your Just life being, yeah being in a place for you know years, you're so.
0: only 22 hey right? you got lots of years to yeah. figure it out <laughs>
1: so far so far was, so far yeah fun.
0: so a lot yeah okay uh but yeah did you guys win in Aberdeen
1: was if- my second year we had a powerhouse team like we were in my in my opinion the best team in that league by a country mile like I think we broke the regular season records. We lost like five games all year. We had we had four lines that were all first lines. Like it was remember going to practice every day like this is insane. Like we practiced harder than we played games. It was nuts. Then we lost lost in the final game. Oh yuck. Really? Yeah. The playoffs in that league work a little bit different. It's uh best of five, best of five, and then the next four teams for the third round just go to the showcase no so that you do a best of three then we went and we won that got to the final it was just a one game one and done shut up oh. do you yeah. know how backwards so. that is that like so yeah. you're telling me that all the
0: stuff to get to the finals is series and then you say okay let's do one game now that's horse manure
1: (laughs) it was tough to swallow after losing that game because yeah because you're
0: like well play us in a series you little bitches (laughs) right
1: (laughs) yeah i mean credit to them they were like they were probably the better team that day like they were really good but uh, in in my opinion in the series we win
0: but you know what's hard for me to take now that i'm a minor hockey guy is in canada here they've changed we used playoffs when i grew up you used to play a, a town town against town in a series and then you'd end up with an all ontario champion and by the end your grandparents your cousins your extended families are coming to watch you play these home games against a town from somewhere else that they didn't know at the start of the year and now you just win your way to a final tournament and then it's just a tournament like every other tournament that is not the same as winning a series yep. against yep. another town. You don't even get to do it in your hometown. Your families can't all come because it's in some place where they're going to host a tournament. It just makes no sense. Another money grab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But all for the scouts. I think that's the that's the main reason in the null. Right. So, so then they can all go to one place,
0: and then you, they, you can see, see them all at one. once. Yeah. So that's that's the reason. But right, that makes sense. But not hockey wise, just yeah, recruiting wise. I guess it does. So, when did you like actually lock it down with Fairbanks? Is it that year you guys almost won, or is it the year you just ran a muck of the place?
1: The year before that was my first year. The first
0: year, you locked it down yeah. and played two more years.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. So I was uh, I was supposed to not play my twenty year, but because COVID happened every school just had all the guys that were allowed to stay right so so many guys that if i would have went in then i just wouldn't it would
0: have pushed there. yeah everybody that everybody got to be a fifth year senior whatever they called it yeah. man that really got confusing eh yeah so okay so then you went back though and you didn't you didn't just have an average year you broke the record for most points for the what are they called the wings
1: yeah i had a, had a pretty good year i was really fortunate there too i some really good coaches there so um yeah like i in junior before
0: ncaa i also had a similar type year um with my hometown team actually and it's pretty fun when you're in junior and you got your closest buddies and like you're scoring and winning and like having fun on weekends right (laughs) yeah yeah it was it
1: was a lot of fun Mm -hmm.
0: so i guess uh then after your three year, how did you do your third year? You get 75 points and then you're finally off to Fairbanks. And then you just had one year, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Next year's my second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so where did you guys win under 18 gold? It's got to be Estonia, right? I don't know. Estonia. That's why I'm asking you. I've never been to Estonia. <laughs> um. That's um, pretty cool. So that's when Curlin's goalie and then other guys I got written down. Liam Kirk who you just won with again, eh? and it was good to see him back from injury right he's pretty good at hockey isn't he <laughs> I've never really seen him play but people tell me
1: <laughs> right. he's, he's pretty good yeah he's awesome.
0: um and then the other guy I got written down is Kieran Brown because he plays for one of my favorite teams in the second league is uh Leeds uh they throw chocolate on the ice there now
1: <laughs> I saw see I saw his uh Twitter that he's been collecting some chocolate. What, is that? what what chocolate is it? crunchy or something or Wispah? I yeah. Uh,
0: so when I went over to Batchy's testimonial, I was, I had my under nine gals team on, I coached and I asked everybody to throw chocolate on the ice after Batchy's game was over. And, uh, they did. And then I collected all that chocolate and delivered it to all my under nine gals. So they got to try all the different chocolate bars from the UK. Uh So it's pretty cool when people get to chuck chocolate on the ice. So thanks folks. (laughs) (laughs) Keep up the good work, right? Fun is fun. (laughs) You know, so making team GB for the first time special day. huh?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember getting those emails. It was, was like, this is actually happening. This is real. So you got
0: an email that you're invited to try out. Then you get an email that you made it.
1: Yeah. Well, I th- the first year, I think COVID was a thing, so I don't know if there was tryouts. I think it was just – You just made it. Yeah, so I – or I guess I made the long list. I think a couple guys got cut, if I remember correctly. It could be wrong, but I remember going to Coventry because that's where our camp was, and that was, like, the first practice I was terrible. So, I guess you hadn't
0: played with a lot of those guys, and you had been a junior guy in North America. And then you show up and you're playing with Matthew Myers, that used to tape a stick, and Jonna, the legend, and Richie, the legend, and Bouncy, you know?
1: Well, I remember, like, it was. Down. Yeah, I believe acting during the playoffs. Oh, dear. So, GB were really good with us. Like, they let me finish off our first series so I finished and I went back like long travel day I haven't really eaten and I get back in the morning sometime and show up to practice a couple hours later I remember skating around I just jet you know like oh yeah jet lag hit me good I'm like trying to stay awake like I'm so excited but so like dead too. yeah like, yeah I'm about to throw up I remember like Doing a pivot with what everybody could do and just tripping over myself and falling over and watching the puck go past me. I was so, such a nervous wreck that day. So, so then long. you
0: went there, did that, and then you went back to finish playoffs after you showed them what
1: you could do? Oh, the playoffs finished by then. So I guess we lost our second round. So I never got to never got to go back. Just had to leave early.
0: Oh, that's, that's tough for that team that they lost like their good – player
1: <laughs> yeah we had a lot of good guys that year one of our guys he was our captain that year at alaska at alaska with me so they there were some real players on that team a lot of them um well
0: then you make the team a eh? and like you don't just make the team in like say the third division they used to be in like you're in pool a so you you go from playing junior hockey in aberdeen to then like playing. What, Canada, Russia, the U.S.? Yeah,
1: I think we played, like, U.S. The first game we played against was Czech. And I'm going up with my first face-off against David Krejci. <laughs> and
0: you had just played for the Aberdeen Wigs. You're just in the middle of the yeah. playoffs.
1: <laughs> What's was going on right now? I think I, I beat a beat Krejci on a couple of face-offs because I'm just – I must have been trying way harder than he was, but I remember just being so excited. <laughs> I, I, I get yeah, it. I get yeah, it. like that was a stick. Yeah. So we're playing, playing against, and I remember, I'm, I still remember it clear to this day. Like, he's skinning or high skinning, just gets the puck on the blue. I'm like, I need to block his shot. Like, that would be so cool to tell my friends I'd block his shot. So I go out on one knee and just start sliding towards him and he just waves the wand around the stick and toe drags and it just starts skating past me and i'm on my knees just kind of looking around watching them go by (laughs) (laughs) like that was one of the best experiences ever just seeing how good guys are and how good we were at that level well um i i I don't like to pump guys tires too
0: much in the shed but did you know In that tournament, you had five points in seven games and that were the leading scorer for Team Great Britain? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay.
1: okay, (laughs) That's pretty cool, man. (laughs) You know? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What just happened? I didn't have any of the first five games either. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I had nothing my first five. So, (laughs) I had a strong lap, too. Hot finish. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool though, man. Um, that's memory, right? So
0: yeah. pretty big difference from pool A to Division 1A.
1: Yeah, there, there was a big difference. There was, I mean, the teams we played in 1A were all serious teams too. Like there were some some really good players who were playing against this year. It was just there was there was no dolings out there.
0: Um, but you also got to do it in Nottingham, where you grew up.
1: Yeah, that was that was special because i just i remember being in the box just watching what hundreds of games of the panthers and being around the room as a little kid obviously like we said earlier and playing in front of people there is that special
0: yeah and then like it's different when like nottingham's playing sheffield and there's like two teams that uh really kind of don't like each other and then they all come together to watch team gb and where everybody was
1: cheering for you right <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really cool, and our fans were awesome too. All tournament, like they were, there was a lot of them every night, and they yeah. were all they were loud too. Like it was it was really cool to play there.
0: So then, I mean, if you win a championship in Nottingham, probably the salt box after then there was.
1: Yeah, we we did our like after it, we went and saw the supporters club, and we we hung around there for a little bit. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so um, you, you guys must have had a time. I mean,
0: I've never won a gold medal, but you guys must have had some fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had we had a good time. It was probably won't say a lot about it, but it was it was fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Did you know <laughs> that in that tournament, um, in five games played, you had five goals and eight points, and were named top player on the team, won the gold medal. <laughs> it's all right. Pretty good, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, who? Yeah, so how did it work? It was a round robin and you had to win the last game to win it? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, well, I think it's the last game we either had to tie or or win. And then go you or, got the empty net
0: or to know you had done her because you yeah. weren't going to give up anymore. Yeah. That was
1: the last game was crazy. But I remember that the gold medal game was really crazy for me because usually I'm like every other hockey player. Just take your pregame nap during the day. Yeah. Just super calm. And I remember I was like, looking at my phone. I'm like, Oh no. Like it was my last day to hand in all my hand in all my finals for college. No way. So, yeah. So it was the last day. Like there was some, quite a bit that I didn't do. So I'm there. Everybody's <laughs> napping. The mates with Waller. I'm like, dude, I gotta go down. <laughs> so I'm drinking like three or four cups of coffee, just typing out essays and taking tests for the quite a bit of time before the game. And I remember getting to the game like this is crazy. I've just completed my first year of school and now <laughs> I have the now. You're playing for the gold medal. Did you yeah. say what
0: the other Wally was your roommate? Yeah. He's yeah, he can I play see. too. He's a quick little bugger. You up and wow. coming GB fellas, eh?
1: sick like just skating with him and watching him you're i don't think i've seen like a sexier hockey player than him just i, the I way and, he, and i know you i know the way you're saying that <laughs> yeah. like, he's, He just looks flawless like the way he moves and everything it just looks so cool like <laughs> yeah I,
0: I, <laughs> oh, God, you're right though he can skate fast, he can stick handle nice, he can shoot it nice and it nothing looks hard. It doesn't even look like he's trying.
1: Just looks flawless. like that guy is just a flawless hockey player. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Um well,
0: I don't know what much else I got. Do you got anything else for me before we shut her down?
1: no i'm I'm all good this is this is fun.
0: Isn't it fun? That's why, yeah. like, once you get in the shed, you know, you're allowed back whenever you want because I know you're a shed guy. I talk around, people know, I know, <laughs> people tell me who are shed guys. <laughs> yeah, a lot fun. It is fun. Um, well, good luck this year in Alaska. Um, you know, I I think you should be running amok. Um, you've obviously proven what you can do against legit pros. Um, and he didn't say this. I did. <laughs> um, it, a lot of it depends who you play with and how much opportunity you get. And I was fortunate when I got to college that I was put in a good position to succeed. But I also saw a lot of other very good hockey players not get that opportunity. And uh, it's always tough to work your way up the hill with a coach or team. You know, it's tough. But it's nice when you get put with good players and can run amok,
1: you know. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, enjoy the dark in Alaska. Dominate and then um I guess I'm pretty much on the team now if they need like if uh if Taff needs like an assistant equipment guy, I'll come wipe the visors for you fellows, <laughs>
1: you know. Just be around the boys.
0: Yeah. And I I imagine they give like the assistant equipment manager a gold medal, right? Never had one of those. <laughs> I guess next year is going to be tough though, Hey, eh? Back to Pool A with the big dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's the most exciting one, though.
0: Isn't that yeah. fun, though? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I get to watch to you guys on TSN, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Waller's excited, too, because like, he played in Czech for a couple of years, right? Is that where it is? Yeah, it's in Czech, I think. Or Czechia? Czechia. I think, yeah, they Czechia. changed their name, right? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh- so that's, that's where he played. I think he kind of nosy area somewhat. So he has some friends there and stuff, and he's he's pretty excited.
0: Well, you, you guys should all be. um It's yeah. pretty cool. um It's going to be different without Jonna there, but uh, yeah. that's hockey. Carry on, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know Richie's got another decade in him. That guy's a mutant.
1: <laughs> that guy could go forever. He could go until he doesn't want to.
0: Yeah, you're right. And thanks for the shirt, Richie. I really appreciate it. Great. Go, Team GB. <laughs> and this has been another episode of Two L's at Hockey Tales with Nealer and Wally. Some people clap on the one and three. Some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive 'em. I'm like Scott, I'm like P Side
1: Towns and I'm always speaking my mind.